Like you have folks in there charging $1,500 to get an LLC. You have people out there setting up folk for scamming. And I, I tried to tell, I told my own boys, I said, look, let me tell you something. Joe Biden coming for you. Now, you, if you did that under might Trump. Might not be today. <laughs> he it coming. Might not be tomorrow. He going to shuffle to your tax returns. <laughs> <laughs> he going to shuffle. He, you think he's sleek, but he going to wake up for them taxes. <laughs> and what they doing right now. That's what they do it right. Woke now. up to the taxes. So <laughs> so but we need but we cannot keep up as a nonprofit with like 15,000 followers all together across the ecosystem. Between May 2020 and December 2021, I have secured $8,121,009.35 in legitimate funding for Black and minority-owned businesses. My name is Taliba Bales, and I'm the host of the Black and Bankable podcast. Effective immediately, I am coming for more for the community. Hey, y'all. Oh, we got another episode of the Black and Bankable podcast. And if you have checked out any of the shows previously, you know that this one is different and not just because of the setting, but because I'm in person with two young kings here. Now, my prior guests really have all been black women. Uh, we mixed it up a little bit in there. But today I am live at Polaris here in Birmingham, Alabama, Woodlawn specifically. And I am interviewing AJ Stevens, representing Sabre Finance, and just a small business person out here in these streets working with small business owners in general. And Elijah E. Davis, who is <laughs> just also a small business pioneer. He's everywhere here in Birmingham when it has to do with small business. So we are going to jump right into what it means to be Black and bankable. So I have already, uh, you know, we didn't had a whiteboard session for real, for real. <laughs> Straight up. We know, <laughs> we know each other personally, professionally. We just always talking about this stuff. And so it just only uh, made sense that we make this official and do an actual podcast. So we're going to pull out a couple of points from our whiteboard session and, um, and drop some gems for you today. So as I said, um, this particular episode is going to be unique because I have a financial institution represented. And then I have, like I said, an activist represented, someone who has really both of y'all have been on the front lines helping small business owners when it comes to getting their shit in order, financial paperwork. Y'all know how, how I roll. I want to start with some questions um, specifically around uh, what you guys have experienced as obstacles, what are the common obstacles from your perspectives uh, that black businesses currently face when it comes to um, getting the money, getting uh, access to capital so that they can scale their businesses? Elijah, I'm going to start with you. Yeah, I'm so glad to be here. Love the work that you do. The first obstacle is that we don't have enough professional services like you, <laughs> you okay. know, straight up, mm -hmm. um, that uh, understand the culture and are rooted in people's business cycles. 
Um, but I, I worked at Urban Impact for five years, uh, which is a Main Street or just, you know, mom and pop businesses, mm-hmm. legacy black owned businesses. And some of the, the the piece is really the legacy of systemic discrimination, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And and how that affects trust. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, you know, you've got sort of this, you know, psychosocial, emotional element of, you know, you're not going to be able to get this money. Mm-hmm. You know, I had a legacy business owner tell mm-hmm. me, boy, <laughs> you mm-hmm. know, straight up, you know, why you think the bank's going to give me money? But he put all his kids through college, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. right? So. Mm-hmm. You know, what am I going to say to him, you know, in right. the 2010s that right. he hadn't right. already gone through in the 70s, 80s and 90s. Um, but we also have a technical deficit mm-hmm. of a lack of professional service providers mm-hmm. and a, a not really, particularly in Birmingham, a robust ecosystem. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have folks, but the ecosystem can't be 20 people. That's not what it is in other <laughs> mid-sized cities. Straight right. up. Right, and right. So, you know, when you think about 20 people all together, mm-hmm. um, you know, to thousands of black businesses, mm-hmm. you mm-hmm. know, statistically, we know the city has at least almost 10,000 black businesses. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right. Exactly. So when you think about 10,000 matched to 20 or 30 or 40 of the same folks, right? Of the same folks, like mm-hmm. let's let's be real about what mm-hmm. is achievable. Mm-hmm. And so, uh, I think you know, both the psychosocial and you know, element mm-hmm. of the legacy of discrimination mm-hmm. and dealing with business owners' psyche about, yes, I still can do this mm-hmm. right here, mm-hmm. and then secondly, just the lack of a, a large or, or deep technical yeah. capacities with other firms, legal, mm-hmm. accounting, you know, operational technology right. um, makes it very difficult to just be be there. Right, to pinpoint exactly right. uh, all the things. So I'm walking in a bank after after everything Elijah laid out and said uh, to us, uh, I want to drill in because we've had this conversation before on the example um, of the business in Fourth Avenue District. With if, if you don't know, go ahead and Google it. It's right. a history, very rich, <laughs> uh, very rich history uh, business district here in Birmingham. And uh, and that business owner said, "What boy? Why is this bank? Why do you think this bank is going right. to give me?" The money. Straight up. What do you say to that business owner, AJ? So <clears throat> first, I would like to thank you for having me on your podcast. I feel so special. Such an honor. <laughs> I love, the, like I just said, I love the work you're doing. And uh, this is very much needed information uh, for the small business ecosystem. Uh, but to answer your question, I would have to analyze everything that he's trying to do first. Mm-hmm. And to Elijah's point, there aren't as many professional services as out here that's really trying to help the people that need it the most. And so for me, if going back to my banker days, you know, I'm looking at everything that you have and trying to figure out what your plan is, what your mission is. And oftentimes I see that there's a lack of structure mm. from the business. Uh, they don't have the paperwork. They don't have the financial documents in place. They haven't filed taxes properly. They haven't uh, comprised the year-to-date profit and loss sheets. They don't mm. have a balance statement. They don't have... Uh, a lot of different things that you would think a business owner would have mm-hmm, in place mm-hmm, already. Mm-hmm. And so it kind of goes back to uh, the foundation of things, you know, helping them understand because without, you can come to me asking for money and think that that's your immediate need, but it's rarely the immediate need that the business owner has. It's usually uh, a lack of structure, a lack, mm-hmm. a lack of strategy and planning in place. And so I'm going to advise on that end first, because if you don't have the structure in place, if you come to me trying to get money, I can give you the money for today, but that can just be a Band-Aid. Mm-hmm, and as mm-hmm, we all know, mm-hmm. over time, Band-Aids, they begin to peel off. Mm-hmm. And so I don't want to set you up for failure mm-hmm. by just giving you something that you think you need. And mm-hmm. so we kinda, it kind of goes into the 
technical assistance aspect of it and really uh, just kind of being who I naturally am, somebody who's passionate about sharing financial literacy, because without the foundation and the structure, you can't survive. And so mm-hmm. I'm just making sure that they understand that you should, you need to be making sure you keep up with your bookkeeping. Mm-hmm. You know, have understand what your books is doing every month. Mm-hmm. Not just mm-hmm. wait until the quarter, every month. Or reconcile, time. <laughs> reconcile, you know, making right. sure that you understand your inflows, your outflows, mm-hmm. and how to um, how to understand every piece that goes into your business and mm-hmm. having that structure and the systems in place. And so that's that's my that's my thing. I'm going to make sure that you understand what you should be doing, not just for right now, but going forward and period for your business. And what I want to pull out, too, um, that we talked about and other folks in the space, other bankers um, or former bankers have said to me that I think we need to share with our office. I mean, what our audience is, uh, if you do not know how much money you need and you walk into somebody's bank and it's like, you know, and they say, well, okay, you know, we're entertaining you. Well, how much money do you need? And you don't know that answer. Yeah. Right. I'm told that that's like secret code for denied. <laughs> you know, I mean, uh, yeah, yeah. in, in all flag. seriousness. Right. That's a red flag. A lot of bankers or lenders will completely tune you out after mm. you say you don't know. Or if we ask what this money will be used for, if you can't communicate that. And so it kind of goes back to people understanding what you need to have in place and how to communicate things to a lender. Mm-hmm. Because as a business owner, we're looking at you as a professional. Mm-hmm. And if we can't trust you, if, I, if I'm if i talking with you and I can't trust you to do things right with your business and this is something that you believe in, how can I trust you with my money? Meaning, like, if, if I don't know how much money I need, then, like, well, what are you here for? Yeah. How can I what? properly assist you? Because right, you right. don't even know what you mm-hmm, need. Mm-hmm, so if mm-hmm. you can't tell me a number, if mm-hmm. you can't tell me what the use of funds would be used mm-hmm, for, mm-hmm. then how can I trust that you will be a good steward with these, with these funds? What is your strategy? What is your strategy? Mm-hmm. What's the plan? Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. most people don't have a plan, but yes, please do not go to a lender and just ask for money and say, whatever you can give me, whatever you can bless me mm. with, I'll be happy. <laughs> and I'm like, this is not how this works, but I'm, I'm going to tell you up front. Hey, it's okay that you did this with me because I'm not that harsh. I'm not mm-hmm, harsh like that. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But please don't do this with anyone else because everybody else may not be as nice as me and understanding and saying, hey, I need to educate instead of just trying to uh, criticize or look at them as as though they should know because a lot of people really don't know. And right. so I feel like it's my job to just inform them and tell them, hey, this is how you do it. So we just unlocked the the Black and Bankable Book of Secrets <laughs> yeah. just in, in the first, like, what, five, ten minutes of the episode because, you know, I mean, I, even though I chuckled, a lot of business owners will come in and say, well, you know, whatever, whatever you think I qualify for or whatever, and you think that that's being gracious. But in essence, that's saying, oh, okay, yeah. cool. You don't know what you're doing. Yeah, yeah. You don't know. You don't know what you're doing. And they're automatically tuning you out. And AJ is not the only person in the banking space that has said that. I've heard that repeatedly before. And it sounds like such a basic thing. You know, that's a a lot of our, I guess, you know, intuition or whatever comes in and clarity comes in when you unpeel layers. This is one of them. Because it's one that if you're just so busy in your day, you know that your business needs money and you're just trying to do check off the checklist. Something so basic as know why you need the money and how much you need, you kind of you kind of skip over. Yeah, you would think that that's you know just I mean? common sense. It just <laughs> can, is easy to do, yeah. but it's, it's not. And as soon as you do that, all the rest of those pages that you have in that business plan become a moot point because you haven't rolled it up into this business plan is going to require 
$50,000 from your bank. Well, and I think that goes back to going, and I'm always taking a community perspective. Mm -hmm. You know, part of the root causes of not having good cost estimation is lack to professional services. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Right. So how much does it cost to build out a retail space? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You've got, you usually at the baseline need to have a certified contractor. Mm -hmm. Right. Mm -hmm. You Mm -hmm. know, that, that is a challenge. Right. Mm -hmm. And let's not even talk about architects. Right. You know, we're sitting in a beautifully designed space mm-hmm. of, you know, interior design. Mm-hmm. You know, that's, mm-hmm. you know, very rare, mm-hmm. particularly in, in uh, the city of Birmingham. Mm-hmm. Um, and then also when you think through, you know, standards for your industry, what is the purpose of the capital? Like mm-hmm. all capital is supposed to make you more money. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And Not put uh, out a fire. Right. It's and then, and, make and you more money. Another red flag. Well, and, and so, and Elijah, I'm going to bounce it back out to you, but but what hit me and I say it all the time in, in the webinars and sessions that I do with small business owners is whenever you're asking for money. So we've told you, number one, you need to know how much to ask for. But what I also say is and you need to have a strategy to get out of the money when you're going into it, though. Meaning if I am asking you for fifty thousand dollars, I've already sat down and strategized to the cent, not only how I'm going to spend it, but how I'm going to make one hundred thousand. Right. So you're you're you need to know how how to get out of the money as soon as you in it. That's the way I'm phrasing it. And and a lot of reasons why you see such, uh, you know, indecision around what money is needed is because most of our businesses and just small businesses, period, are undercapitalized to begin with. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And so they are trying to fill gaps that they began with. Right. Instead yeah. of uh, thinking about capital just as a tool, mm-hmm. as just like mm-hmm. if you think about you know, I'm going to get a machine, Mm -hmm. right, to make more biscuits or whatever. Mm -hmm. Uh, The loan is the same way. Mm -hmm. And but we we don't come from it from that perspective because we're usually undercapitalized. And I think what I would like for more of us in the development ecosystem to impress people is to stop people before they start Mm -hmm. undercapitalized. Because, see, you know, it, around this whole entrepreneurship conversation, we're saying, oh, start businesses, do this, do mm-hmm, that. Mm-hmm. But we're never talking about, you no know, start when you have this, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. right? And uh, you can still work on your business and mm-hmm. free revenue and still work through your concept. But this is what it takes to be capitalized. You know, what I also want to drill into is um, the I'm going to get it how I live concept because I think that that is a direct reflection of of possibly why we're undercapitalized and also why that solid number is not in our head because just I guess it's magical in our DNA that we're like I'm gonna make it happen right you know what I'm saying it's like oh what is this what today brings me? Bet I'm gonna make the best of today. Right. If this is if you know if this is what I have to deal with when the obstacle comes, I'm gonna address it. And that passion and that that get how you live syndrome. I mean it it like you say it feeds families. Right and right, <laughs> but like you that's not a tangible thing. Right. Well, I'm, but I'm so glad you brought that up mm-hmm. because. Um, well, we're talking about black businesses. We're talking about black people. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And, yeah. And and that's so important. Yeah. You know, we understand the stats around sole proprietorships and mm-hmm. black businesses. Mm-hmm. You know, I think it's important to think through. Okay, well, what are the things? How do we approach ourselves mm-hmm. culturally? Exactly. Right. And we never 
add the cultural aspect Absolutely. to community, economic, and business development. Absolutely. And so what you're saying is on point is get it how it live because we've been working mm-hmm. from a sort of a schema of being undercapitalized, mm-hmm. working from survival. And do it and, and making and it so, work anyway. So we don't right, and making it work anyway. And so the the other piece I wanted to just, you know, back up, you know, fully is that we're having new conversations, mm-hmm. right, that our grandparents never could have. And mm. then some of our okay, parents talk could about have. That. Like, talk so about what that. I mean by that is if you think about the civil rights movement and all of the uh, policy and legislation that on the books, like, mm-hmm. you know, redlining happened mm-hmm. on the books in the 40s, 50s, mm-hmm. and it was practiced all mm-hmm. through mm-hmm. 70s, 80s. Even like nineties. Yeah. I mean, look, we have an we have a bank. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we have a bank mm-hmm. in town that mm-hmm. was sued for redlining in mm-hmm. twenty fifteen and mm-hmm. lost. And, I mean and and, and 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 they were found guilty. Okay. In twenty fifteen. In twenty fifteen, yeah. It's so so what I'm trying to say is that we're having conversations around access to institutions mm-hmm. that um as the grandchildren of the civil rights movement that these are new conversations. And mm-hmm. so that's the sort of long view that I take around. I'm not going to beat us up so much as to say we have never had access to institutions. So how do we maximize mm-hmm. and work with these institutions that are actually new in access to us? Bank of America put down a commercial loan program, a special purpose mm. credit program mm-hmm, mm-hmm. last month. That that would have not happened 30 years ago. Uh-huh. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like people forget the CDFI legislation has been out for 30 years. Yeah. We're talking about literally one generation, right? And so I think it's it's important to think through, well, let's just take a step back and define the institutions, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm. Let's, like what is a bank? Mm-hmm. What is a nonprofit? Mm-hmm. Like what is business, mm-hmm. right? Because we, we have never had the opportunity to define these institutions. And, you know, there are social theories that talk about, like, you know, we had these institutions unto ourselves before integration, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm, so, like, mm-hmm, we've mm-hmm. been, like, disrupted. So, to your point, mm-hmm. that cultural of, like, our cultural mentality right. is our business mentality. Right, right. We've got to address that if we want to get better. To piggyback off his first point, that was very well said. Um, the thing that I hear is the way you handle your personal finances is the way you operate in business. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Because if you don't manage your personal finances properly, if you have bad credit, if you're making terrible decisions, you, you're robbing Peter to pay Paul, you'll you're going to have that same exactly. mentality when exactly. you go into your business. Exactly. And so it's hard for people to kind of get out of that cycle. Mm-hmm. You don't just jump into business one day and you are just making terrible decisions with your credit and with your personal finances on yesterday, mm-hmm. the switch doesn't come on like that because culturally mm-hmm. we don't have conversations around things like, okay, this is how you should be operating and moving when you start a business. Mm-hmm. And before you start a business, you need to make sure you have these things in place. Mm-hmm. Understand your startup costs, understand your recurring costs, understand everything it's going to take to get this business off the ground. Not just saying, I believe in myself, I have faith, and I'm going to do it. No. Well, and I think it's been like to to mix in both what both of you guys are saying is, you know, we're trying to continuously break a cycle that keeps going. It, it's not it's not stopping. Like it's a circle that keeps going, uh, particularly around you're going to get a no. Right. So like so it just depends on your circle that's around you. It's like if you're used to a lot of no's. Mm-hmm. No, 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 no. Then culturally, you may be or 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 geographically, financially, you may be in a circle of people who are like, they just going to deny you anyway. Get it so how you live. Right. It don't matter. And just go right. cash to cash. 
blah, blah, blah. You know, that's how we're going to do it. I'll even, to quantify it, my dad told me, because uh, my, my dad, born and raised in Birmingham, it's, it's a whole slew of bells <laughs> in yep. Birmingham. Shout out um, across the street. That's right. <laughs> That's right. That's right. Including Bell's Catering right next. (laughs) Okay, small business plug. Okay, okay. (laughs) Okay. You know, Woodlawn, First Avenue. I'm just joking. Anyway, uh, but but you know, it's a slew of Bell's in Birmingham, and my grandfather. Okay, he had a concrete business when we. I mean. You got you had a black business. My grandfather passed down his black owned concrete business to my uncle. Right. So my dad. okay, One day, you know, he has he has accounts in his bank bank, probably not even around, but it's a bank here in Birmingham. okay, and he wanted to get a truck for his dad's business for his dad. Right. He wanted to actually finance this truck, had an account with this bank. He goes into the bank. Okay, and he's like, I want to finance a a truck for my dad. Okay, he's like, I need the application. Well, first of all, everybody in there doesn't look like him, but that's neither here nor there. He goes to one particular uh, man and is asking for the application. And it's like he's having to beg this man for the application. The man's like, well, you have enough in your account to actually purchase the truck. My dad's like, yeah, I know. I just, I want to finance. I want to get a loan for this truck. So he finally gets the application, fills out the application, you know, and he's, you know, all right. The guy's like, okay, we'll get back to you. My dad's walking towards the door and something told him to look back. And he sees this man throwing his application in the trash. Wow. Yeah. But that's real. Yeah. Okay. And so my dad... So my dad, okay, he he gathers himself, <laughs> goes right. to his car. He's like, all right, let me, you know how we <laughs> we have to get, he gathered himself. And he was like, no, nah, I'm going to go back in here. So he goes back in. And this time he skips right over this guy and goes to a woman who appears to be a manager. And it's like, I want to apply for financing. Okay. And so this lady's like, oh, okay, sure. Let me set you up with this same guy. So they both walk over to this guy's desk. And so, of course, the guy's looking nervous because at this point he knows he's about to be exposed. And so my dad's like, well, my application is right there in the trash. And so they're red faced. Right. And so, of course, my dad is like, and matter of fact, I just want my money out of the bank. Good. Now, here's the point. Yeah. <laughs> My dad told that story to you. Told that story to me. You told it in such detail. I know oh, absolutely. Everybody know my times. dad. Don't hear a storyteller. <laughs> you know, I'm going, you right. know, it's good, right? So he could have told me that story at a time where, where I was getting ready to start my business and could have said, therefore, you know what? We don't, we don't, we don't need any money from banks. Right, right. That would have been spoken into my DNA. And I would have been, get it how you live. We don't trust banks. Right. But that was not the story. The story was still he took his money and went to another bank and then still got the the, the truck for his father. But the bottom line is that's what I hear yeah. when we talk about culture. Like we are black people and then we're black business owners. Right. Your circle directly influences how you approach everything. Right. 
And so therefore, when you're trying to uh, get in this thing and beat the streets and help black business owners become bankable and understand what it is to run a successful business, you have to understand that those are the type of stories. Right. Visited. That people grew up hearing. That people grew, especially in the South, that people grew up hearing and seeing, and that's why I said, so the get it how you live culture is one in which, you know, it's it's a it's a good and a bad. But that's what we're breaking, that's what we're breaking through. We're trying to break through that. Because when you're used to getting a nose, 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 and you're and you're seeing stuff like that, yeah, we talking, you got systematic. Then we're talking, let's talk about our own sales. No, we talk to each other. Right, exactly. Right. We talk to each other rough. Yeah. Why is this information top secret? Right. That's why that's why we have this. This is not top it's like secret it's, information. It's not. And and that's why, you know, we're in a, such an interesting time. Uh what a time to be alive. I don't that's endorse right. the actual artist and his shenanigans, but <laughs> he made some great uh mixtapes and <laughs> CDs. Um but cuz we're we're finally being able to quantify the mm-hmm. discrimination mm-hmm, mm-hmm, right? mm-hmm. you know like you talked about the loan denials i mean there was yeah. a report in 2019 that came out that showed in the present day in in certain markets uh black people who are similarly as credit worthy mm-hmm. get a 50 percent callback rate mm-hmm, you know, white. Mm-hmm. this is happening today mm-hmm. but at the same time as gen x and millennial and gen z we mm-hmm. have um, the most education mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and the most access to institutions that black folks have ever had. Okay. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So we're, we're progressing and we're also finally seeing the quantification mm-hmm. of what uh, our grandmama's parents and peers have been telling us the whole time. And we're pulling the sheets off. Right. We're so, like, uh, <laughs> it's, so it's, it's, it's a, it's a, it's a crazy time to be alive, but I think that we have to keep pushing forward. Mm-hmm. Right. And making the institutions work. For ourselves, like that's the next step. It's like you know because you did that to my grandfather, father, and my cousin, mm-hmm. right? Because let's also talk about class too. Yeah, right. Because the the other issue is you know edu- you know those of us who have had the the privilege to be educated mm-hmm. and now get deemed to be a certain class, mm-hmm. right? We now have a different relationship to institutions. Yeah, that's but true. If my homeboy who has you know everything set up but cannot articulate. Or we're gatekeepers. Let's talk right. about gatekeepers. I think I think the call to action here, I know we're talking about entrepreneurs and the systems, but I think the call to action for us as a people is for us to be in these roles where we make these decisions. That's right. So and not DE&I roles. I'm talking about, like, I need you lending On money. the front lines, right. Com- <laughs> I need being a lender. Loan being officer. A Amen. Absolutely. <laughs> let me, being well, a let VP, me being that. top head, you know, the branch manager, the person that makes decisions because only at that level can you inflict change. Can you right. be a part of the change that you're trying to see? And so... I think it's important for us to, you know, kind of stress that if we want change, yeah. we have to get into these systems right. and get into leadership positions well, so that and, we and can be the ones who make this. And no shade on DE and I roles, but that, right. that's a trap that gets under-resourced, mm-hmm. right? So, I mean, hopefully they can do systemic change within the organization. Well, but but like, see, we need loan officers, right? Well, let, people but that but are but above the loan officers right, right, so yeah. they can get well, pushed through. But let, me, but let me say this, because this is, this is, this is my business model, TNB Tax and Financial services and access granted i don't care if it's one today and one tomorrow right right like so if i'm going to a bank and it's not alone a branch officer that's black 
bet. It's still federal guidelines Correct. Yeah. that this bank has to follow. Right. And so, therefore, if it's one business owner today that gets approved and one tomorrow and one, then it's go. one by one. Because, you know, I don't have time to wait for a black branch manager. Yeah, especially if they got I mean, the I'm same just saying people. like this is the, yeah. this is this yeah, is this is what yeah. I'm saying. Like that's what this podcast is about. Well, by the time you sit and wait for a black uh, branch manager and he have to cut through all this red tape or whatever, your business good and closed. So, let's go ahead and talk about right now what are some things that we can do. Well, I think the biggest thing is like what is the matching of capital Mm. And the the industry, I think, is like just another issue. It's like we get upset because we don't really understand the systems because it's, it has been hidden. And then the, those of us know about it, don't talk about it. So mm, okay. like, if you're a restaurant, you shouldn't go to a bank. I, I can say that. You know, I you know, banks are there to make money. They are not community development finance. They have a bias against um, micro enterprises, right, or okay. micro businesses, or really specifically, if your revenues are under a hundred thousand mm, dollars a year, okay. Okay. there is a bias against you, right? And the, the bias is is more like a profit motive than it is maybe anything else. And so they go where, right? They exactly. <laughs> um, and so you know they could go to a CDFI, but many CDFIs have high interest rates, and they are horrible because they have high interest rates. And, and I'm. I, I am so glad to be free on this side <laughs> um, of everything. Yeah. But mm -hmm. I, I will say that it's important to think about your industry, mm -hmm. the type of what you're using the capital for, right? And then who provides that capital? Mm -hmm. You know, one thing uh, learning, um, working and consulting even before the nonprofit sector is that folks get financed all types of ways. This is true. Flexible, this is true. you know what I'm saying? This flexible is true. ways in ways that are not even as predatory as you would think. So, Absolutely. Right. Yeah. So like, you know, do trucks, you know, equipment financing. Asset like financing. The, the, yeah. The more niche you get in your industry, yeah. there's a financial path for it. It is. It is. And, and I think it's important to think through, mm -hmm. okay, how does my industry get financed? Mm -hmm. Right. Mm -hmm. Because when you think about a term loan, let's just do the math. Okay. Like if it's $500 a month, mm -hmm. taking all of the, the social and political factors out, if I'm just underwriting it and you have like big seasonality in your business, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I don't know if you're going to make that note $500 a month, which is a small number, but I'm just saying $500 a month through these months. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. But I know you might make it back, but I don't want to deal with the delinquency mm -hmm. or I don't want to deal with a partial payment, uh -huh. right? But you might be able to go to a CDFI, mm -hmm. right, who has a specific product that is patient, that works with the seasonality mm -hmm, of that mm -hmm. business. Or you might be able to go to a small-time equity investor or partner, mm -hmm, right? Mm -hmm. Like I think thinking about what are the products that the bank is, like the term loan is not always the answer. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Right. So I think it's really thinking about the industry, if you're a restaurant, if what type of small business and then match that capital provider after you figure out what it is you want. The biggest thing is that most people don't know about the resources that's available for them. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. And so that's because a problem. Because so used to hearing the nose. That's a problem right. in itself because mm -hmm. a lot of us who, you know, I represent a CDFI and a lot of institutions just aren't out in the streets. 
yeah. you know, mm-hmm. going to the people. Mm-hmm. We're in our spaces. We're up here. We're having ecosystem meetings, and we're talking with other service yeah, service providers, yeah. and we're all up here. Mm-hmm. But the people on the ground mm-hmm. who need the information, they don't know. So it takes mm-hmm. an approach of going beyond the call of duty and saying, hey, we're going to get out here into the community. What is the community? Not being at just at the chambers, no slight to them, mm-hmm. but it takes going into the churches, going That's into right. the barbershops, going mm-hmm. into the beauty salons, going into this, uh, the markets, you know, right. wherever the black people are, wherever the people who need the rec centers, wherever the people right. gather, right. that's where we need to be targeting our efforts. And, and that's share the information. The because so, yeah. in a history of no's, mm-hmm. we cannot assume that this person even knows that there's value to being an LLC versus a sole proprietor or mm-hmm. an S-Corp or a C-Corp. We can't make any assumptions. And then even in not making assumptions, we we definitely can't be gatekeepers. Absolutely. Yeah, no, we can't. And I, I think we we have to, like, reset, like, instead of being having regulatory language mm-hmm. on our people, like, you not doing this and you not sufficient. It just literally state what it is. Like, you know, like looking at would you give your cousin $20, <laughs> right? And they ain't paid you back since 1992. But it's just matching, you know, it's tax returns. Relatable. Yeah, ta- tax returns is just, you know, proof of income, debt services, this. Right. Mm-hmm. And and taking the, we cannot be what we are all fighting against, hopefully. Mm-hmm. Right. Exactly. And I think that's that's a, a key piece. But going back to like the, the education piece where you're talking about, AJ, you know, my other solution um, to, you know, to whomever will listen is like we need real education ecosystem builders in the street. So mm-hmm. I would love for somebody to put up some money so we can pay AJ mm-hmm. to do mm-hmm. one thing and, and go through every... Mm-hmm. Uh, black business Facebook group, all twenty five of them that I documented, <laughs> and correct misinformation because oh when PPP broke out, <laughs> I was in full blown sackcloth, ashes, and mourning on the floor. <laughs> you know what? <laughs> with the little shawl and everything, the press shawl, the press shawl <laughs> with the shafar and. All types of appropriations of Jewish culture. <laughs> because, <laughs> I mean, because you had, because you had, you, you had, like, the craziness of those groups. Like, you had folks in there charging $1,500 to get an LLC. You had people out there setting up folk for scamming. And I, I tried to tell, I told my homeboys, I said, look, let me tell you something. Joe Biden coming for you. Now, you, if you did that under might Trump. Might not be today. <laughs> he it coming. might not be tomorrow. He going to shuffle to your tax returns. <laughs> he going to shuffle. He, you think he's sleek, but he going to wake up for them taxes. <laughs> and what they doing right now. That's what they doing <laughs> right woke now. Woke up to them taxes. So, <laughs> so, but we need, but we cannot keep up as a nonprofit with like fifteen thousand followers all together across the ecosystem. But see, this yeah, is that, you know I got. But this is the thing. <laughs> but this is the thing because see, see, <laughs> see now you done got me up out. I'm <laughs> sweating everything. And the podcast has started. So <laughs> right now the podcast. It's getting hot. But I mean, so let's talk about that. Right. Yeah. Because you know this is this is what I really really believe is the foundation of 
of the scam, of the scamming and, and this, that, and the other. It's like we looking for an easy way out. Yeah. Now, let me tell you something. We are. I'm yeah. not even trying to judge you because, see, sometimes I don't wake up at 100. My battery is not at 100% every day, and I want to get something done. Right, right. And, and so, therefore, I'm like, well, what can I get done with this 20% battery? And you got some people that's coming into the day like, hmm, how can I make this easier to do? And I understand it. But but the common theme that you might have heard so far is that you still got to come to the table with something. Absolutely. But what has happened is because I don't wake up at 100 percent every day and I wake up at 20 percent and I'm still trying to make it throughout my day. I'm going to p- pull up my phone and whoever's the shiniest and captures my attention. Bet I'm going with them. Right. And if that person is 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 on. Whew, I'm gonna try not to cut. Yeah, yeah. And if that person is, <laughs> yeah, right. is, is is on some bullshit, correct? Yeah, that's what it is, though. And happen to catch me on a twenty percent day, right? Then you know what? I'm gonna listen to you. Correct. So what we're talking about is we're battling against subject matter experts right. and and marketing gurus who know how to make themselves shiny man, and man, and get is, about two about paragraphs it. of information right. and make a whole podcast channel. And everything else, and because people are tired right, and man. want this money predatory, and starting on 20% every day, but they right. need to run their business and feed their family, that's where they're going. Right. And this is this and, Go ahead. I mean, but that's what that, that's, that's, that's what's what happening. That's what's happening. And so yeah. everybody trying to eat. So the people who have become the, the glitteriest and shiniest and the Range Rovers and all the rest of that stuff, they're trying to eat too. But it's 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 just a whole it's the it's capitalism. Right, it is. And so what you have to do is you have to try on those days that you just have the 20%, try to remove that emotion and that dire need and sit down with someone who can strategize your way out of it. Because if you don't, you're going to go for that 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 temporary fix that's going to have you yeah. right now like, damn, I done right. got that PPP loan all fraudulently, and now you looking crazy. The thing is, if it seems easy, right. you probably shouldn't be doing it. Mm-hmm. Be, yeah. Because doing business is not easy. You got to put it's in not, some work. You have to put in sweat equity. You have Every to day. invest constantly. Right. You have to consistently do a thing, and it's not every just, day. And it's not just waking up <laughs> right. and saying, "Oh, I can pay five hundred dollars for this class, and they're gonna give me this." This that's rarely the case. Because you still got that's, this, and that's you the have thing to do too. it yourself too. You pay for the five hundred dollar class, you still got to show up every day. Right, yeah. exactly. And so, I mean, so the thing of it is, it's just that like it, you're gonna have to put in some work. Period. Point blank. Yeah, you yeah, have yeah. got to put it. Well, we're to be black and bankable. This is not no get rich schemes over here make ten thousand dollars in ten days it's just not gonna happen over here you have got to align yourself with 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 folks like us if right. you ain't in Birmingham right. <laughs> you know but hey we you you we, we nationwide around here but anyway and then you got to know that okay it's time for me to roll up my sleeves because I'm gonna have to put in some work right you have we've talked about systematic barriers they're going to be there. Okay. It's, yeah. This is it. It's, that's the way it is. They'd have been there before us. They're going to be a, there after us. But what we have to do is learn that, that whole get it how you live piece. Just remix Mix that, that into yeah. strategy. Yeah. Right. And planning. B- build upon that passion and that I'm going to eat regardless and add some, add some strategy. Sprinkle some strategy in there because – 
People are getting black and bankable every day. People are getting approved for loans every day. But it is absolute. And so make no mistake, we ain't talking about nobody getting approved over here. I right. mean, numbers, we want to talk about <laughs> numbers I mean, alone that, that AJ has yeah. gotten business owners in at Sabre Finance for this quarter. You know, people are getting approved. Yeah, and the thing yeah. is, as a business owner, there are a lot of requirements that you must meet to receive funding from most institutions, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. And with going in, knowing that, that's the, that's, what, that's the first step, knowing the information that you need to have before you get to them. That's right. Because that's a waste of your time and their time. Absolutely. They're not going to – some people may treat you this way or they may not, but the thing is you need to know what you need to come to the table with. And so – if they're if they say you need to have a six fifty and you need to mm -hmm. have your Credit profit and loss sheet and yeah. you need to have your you know balance sheet and right. you need to have your two years of tax returns and that's what you got six have. months of your business bank statements right. and you don't come with that then that is a problem but the other thing is if you come and you have these documents in place and let's say your credit score isn't 650 let's say you're about a 620 mm -hmm. but you have sufficient cash flow mm -hmm. we can mm -hmm. honest, we can see that you have a you have a business plan that's mm -hmm. outlining what you're gonna what your business is planning to do mm -hmm. what it's doing mm -hmm. and what you will do with these funds you can communicate these things and it's like okay what you're trying to do with this business is going to bring you in a 20 30 percent increase mm-hmm Okay, now we talking. Right. Because just because your credit score is 620, you have all these other factors in place. And it's like, okay, we understand that We're you're going to give you you're a doing, chance. You're not just in business, but you're doing business That's properly. Right. That's right. And it's easier to get things done when you have a lot of other things okay. in place. If your credit score, let's say you had a 620 or 610, if you're at that space and we're looking at your credit report and it's like, okay, we noticed that you had to run up your credit card because some things happened mm -hmm, you know, mm -hmm, during mm -hmm. COVID. We are, we're not going to fault. We're not going to fault you for that mm -hmm. because that's just your, we understand the credit report, not just the credit score. Mm -hmm, and mm -hmm, some mm -hmm. institutions won't look at the credit report. They'll just, look, they'll just look at that score and base you off of that. But not, that's not what I do. Okay. And so a lot of some institutions out here will look at the full scope of things and not just oh you don't meet this requirement. You mm -hmm. don't have a hundred thousand. You don't have six fifty and just toss you aside because. Although requirements may be 630, 650 to receive loans with the institution that I met, I was able to help someone who had a score that was a little bit less than that mm -hmm. simply because he had the documents in place. Okay. Okay. He was a business owner that, that was prepared. Mm -hmm. and he could speak to what he was trying to do, what the funds would do. And so I say to you in the audience is watching this, just because you don't have everything if you're doing business properly mm -hmm. and you're falling into some uh, some hard times, mm -hmm. you can still receive assistance. When I mean, because the world is in hard times. We you know what I'm saying? So, I mean, it's still human beings, but you have to give these folks something to work with. You have to help me help you. If you were to go to a restaurant and uh, have not been prepared, you know, for mm -hmm. the menu... Right to mm -hmm. pay you, you're gonna be caught short. As the <laughs> right. folks say, you on a date and you paying for something that you didn't know that the entree started at forty and market price. <laughs> hey, if you don't know what market price is, you're gonna be rolling them sleeves up short. like this. Right. You ready to hit them dishes? Don't select right. it. <laughs> but 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 I but I do think that you know just from uh you know the action item for uh people who say they want to support small business is that we've got to be more proactive and more technical. 
Mm -hmm. Um, I think I'm sort of tired of the circular conversations Mm -hmm. around what people like if this approach of people finding us hadn't worked for 25 years. Right. We got to do something. Then we've got to do something else. And so I think if we understand uh, the gap uh, in terms of just understanding Mm -hmm. institutions, then I love what, you know, AJ is doing and what you're doing Mm -hmm. around And, and really sort of you know, doing this, like, just from a perspective, like, I just, yes, it helps, you know, business model, but I mean, it's yeah. education. Absolutely. Right? Like, you know, because we, we really actually, it's just an education thing. It's uh, an information gap. I mean, that's, yeah. that's, that's where. But we got to be I proactive. Got the, you got to be proactive. And then, you know, because the proactive addresses the no. Because mm-hmm. if you don't have the 620, the 650, the 800, whatever, Go ahead and get the no. That's what I say. Go ahead and get the no so that now you have that roadmap. Right. It's like, oh, well, so my problem wasn't that I didn't have a profit and loss. It was that I didn't have a 650. Yeah. Go work on the 650. You know, and, and the thing of it is, too, I want to talk about what you just said. Um, to me, in my mind, having worked for the federal government for 15 years before going 100% small business owner, I'd have been in the D.C. metro area mm-hmm. and been been in the in the trenches on the federal government side when it comes to data and research. Mm-hmm. And I'm here to t- and, and the national security industry, top secret, so forth and so on. And I'm here to tell you that the things that we are talking about when it comes to getting your black business successful, your small business, whoever listening to this, your business successful, we're not talking about top secret information. We're not talking about information that's not regulated, that has rules. So what we're trying to do with this episode and and hopefully that you get with with checking out all of the prior episodes is we're trying to unlock this information. I know that it's something that we've said in this time so far that has been like, damn, I know that. It has to be because that in most in most cases, a lot of the stuff is I didn't know. And then once you like once that light bulb goes off in a bit, I know y'all have seen it in a business owners. I like you. You're like, oh, I said something they didn't know. And then they're like, "Bing!" because guess what? They are the baker. They are, you know, the 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 chef. They are the construction. They they already have the passion. They know what they're doing. But when you unlock the information that you have in you from from a banking perspective, and that you have in you from a practitioner with small businesses <laughs> perspective, and that light bulb goes off, right. that business owner is black and bankable. They just don't know it. All it Straight takes up. is a couple of months. Period. It's to me. It's just that simple. Unlock the information. Absolutely. Give these people the tools. Just talk. Right. Because you don't know what they don't know. Just talk and and give them those tools. And it's just that simple. Period. You know, speaking as if they don't know. Don't talk over people's head. Right. Don't assume that they know everything just because they Go where they are. Exactly. You have to to meet people where they are. Right. You have to speak on a level that they can understand and be Mm -hmm. relatable Mm -hmm. and be interactive with them so Mm -hmm. that they feel comfortable and Mm -hmm. establish their trust early Mm -hmm. on. Mm -hmm. And don't have them feeling like, okay, so for me. I'm always going to speak professional starting out. Mm-hmm. But if we're talking and mm-hmm. I understand that I can be more casual and laid back and, you know, mm-hmm. the way you're speaking to me, I, I go off, of, I feed off of the energy that I mean. That's right. And so when I'm talking to you, I'm going to make sure that I speak in a language that you can understand because I don't want you to ever say that I talk to AJ 
And I didn't understand any of those words. It was, <laughs> right, exactly. It was huge. It was yeah. all these yeah. terms, the DSCR, DTI, right, LTV. Right. I, yeah. I don't understand yeah. what any of those yeah. abbreviations yeah. mean. You have to speak to people in a way that they can understand it. Right. And there's so many people out here that not only speak over people's head, but they, they aren't willing to share the information. Mm-hmm. And so mm-hmm. that's a problem. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that's a gap that I saw. And I'm just like, okay, any and every way I can get our information, whether it's speaking at any events, whether it's doing my Finance Friday, mm-hmm. getting on the cutting on a video and right. just sharing information. If any way I can share information when I'm talking to people, although you may not, I know you're not ready. Right. And I know that it looks good for me to be able to put numbers on the board and get this loan approved. And so talking to you is not the most advantageous way to spend my time. And but let's talk about I'm going to take the time right. to educate you because right. I understand that you may not know today and you may not be able to, you may not be long ready today, but it's, I'm not going to oh, give you a no. God. I'm going to give you a no, but no, <laughs> right. but I can connect you to these resources. Right. No, but and that's, if you go that's, back and that's do right. that, that's right. Because we, can get to the we have to create a pipeline and that's what's actually represented right here. Right. Yeah. Is, is a pipeline in which you have the people that who are not long read. And that, that's not even, that's the problem. A lot of folks think that's a heavy lift and it's not. Right. But who are not loan ready, right? And then they're they're sitting here looking at us like, oh girl, what are they talking about in that room? Right? right. And so here it is, nobody's talking to them because they're not loan ready. Right. You got thousands of people in that hallway talking about, you know, what are they talking about? I I, you know, I'm not loan ready, but 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 so we have to get out. That is what we're saying is we have to get out here and talk to these people who are not loan ready. That's what right. the black Prepare and bankable some. thing is all right. about. Yeah. You all these billions of dollars that the Biden administration has released and dedicated and appropriated at this agency and that agency, the nonprofits got it. It's money out here. Right. A it's lot money, money out here. Okay, but what we gotta do is it's not it's not it's not cute or fancy or or or, or easy to get these people along ready. We need more people, right. number one, that's gonna speak the language of the folks who are not long ready and then give them the tools that they need. That's what we're talking yeah. about. Yeah, and that's my call to action. That's to, right. To funders Absolutely. is number one, uh, we need more standardization of business advising. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah, you know, yeah. You know, we 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 would be probably very. I mean, Taliba already talked about she's been in D.C. and do, mm-hmm. and has come from legacy of you know business. Mm-hmm. You know, um, I, <laughs> yeah. You know, like I have deal experience, and I went to multiple school. You know, yeah, and exactly. certifications, right? right. Mm-hmm. I, I just don't. You know, I'm just more low key, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. But at the same token. Uh, so the call to action for me is in the age of content creation, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And and in the age of, you know, we understand the need. What funders need to really uh, have is like long capital for organizations and intermediaries to make sure that we're building the pipeline seriously. That's right. Because, again, that's right. you are a for-profit Basically, business Basically, give me owner. the money. Access granted. Yeah. 501c3. Exactly. <laughs> you know. I know what you're talking about. small business so, plug. <laughs> And so, you know, but but think about the, the clients that, you know, mm-hmm. you are able to have as, you know, uh, the clients that you are able to have. Mm-hmm. I mean, and even the ecosystem. I was the Kiva guy, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. and we do faith loans, essentially, the Urban Impact <laughs> Loan. Right. I mean, but it's work. We got folks, you know, opening right. up stuff. Mm-hmm. But it's it's the resourcing around the things that matter. Exactly. And, and we need standardized business advising mm-hmm. so that because the other issue is that 
the reason why people don't go and reach out to nonprofits or even some other community places because they realize people don't know what they're talking about. Mm, okay. Okay. Let's just, <laughs> you understand what I'm saying? It's, they've given wrong advice. Right. They, they have not taken it, you know, and, mm-hmm. and so they realize like, I have processed and I can point to people in SBA loans and mm-hmm, buildings mm-hmm, and you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm, that, that's, you know, I don't, I need to be more online, but I'm not online, mm-hmm. you know, but the, the challenge is uh, we've we've got to, to to elevate that standard and have integrity on our end. Yeah. And then the second thing is that we do need more resources for proactive outreach. Yes. Right. Yes, yes. Because the type of deep work that AJ mm-hmm. does and uh, yes. this stuff is 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 got to be funded. Yeah. Right. Because right. we because, have bills to pay, too. Right. That's what I'm saying. So it's like, you yes. know, and if we want to mm-hmm. have a multiplier effect exactly. like, and be serious about exactly. it, we got to let everybody exactly. do it. We got to let AJ put numbers on the board. We right. got to let put Reggie mm-hmm. put numbers on the board. Right. But they cannot do everything. Right. 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 You cannot wade through everything. Yeah. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? You know, mm-hmm. if, if folks been, you know, got cash in the pillows, you cannot deal with 50 yeah. of those people. people. That's right. You know what I'm saying? You can't. Yeah. And, and so I think we've, as intermediaries, we've got to stop whatever it is we've been doing for 20 years. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. And just taking up money and just doing more proactive outreach and yeah. raising our standard of business advisor. The, the thing is, our, the, us as resources, we don't play well with each other. Yeah, that's absolutely. Mm. Most of us don't okay, now like each oh, yeah. other. I just got to. No, no, we got to start. This I is had to. part two right here starts. <laughs> I, I had to because competitive. That's, that's the elephant in the room. <laughs> yeah, yeah. A, a lot of us resources, we don't play well with each other. We don't like each other. Oh, wow. We want the credit yeah. for whatever is going on. If mm-hmm. I'm putting on this workshop, I want everybody to come to me. I'm not going to partner with Taliba mm-hmm. and say, we're going to do this together. Yeah. That way we can reach my network. We can reach yeah. her network. Right. And anybody else connected to us can Especially be, when one nonprofit only got like two thousand followers, I'm like, ain't nobody in Birmingham. <laughs> you have no followers, you have no network, but you want to put this on yourself and you right. want to be selfish. Like, come on, time out for that. And we right. come in the suits. Time you know, out for that. Passing out pieces of paper. No. Yeah. The thing yeah. is, we have to. That doesn't work anymore. Work no. together more. We have to That's work true. together and play well with each other because the thing is we can reach more people and have more impact Absolutely, if we partner together for real not just saying oh I have partnership with XYZ and that's just face value like no we need to be putting in work mm-hmm. together mm-hmm. we need mm-hmm. to be reaching people together because mm-hmm. the more people we reach the more impact we're able to make and the more results that we get to produce Period. and the more small businesses that get help and the more our economy grows it just goes on and on it's all, but it, it starts a, yeah. with us Ripple as the effect. resources we want to be at the top okay cool but we need to be doing things strategic if you don't want to be the person that's on the front line going into the streets and sharing the information fine but at least if you see Taliba doing something repost it share it you know this information that's is legit you gotta do. share it. you see Isaac posting something share it you see Elijah doing something share it. the information that's not gonna take food right, off right. your support plate support each yeah. other if and, you're and, not swinging the sword support somebody who else because exactly lives. because everything doesn't have to be about currency right right Shoot, I'm collecting heavy points, baby. Look, I, right. I need so I need some soul points. Right. You know, everything doesn't have to be a dollar sign. Yeah. So therefore, when it comes to collaboration and when it comes to doing things that's going to have a, a ripple effect within the community, get yourself out of it. Yeah. 
You know what I'm saying? Get yourself out of it and share it with these people because they're out here and they want to know. They're, they, they, you know, fell victim a couple of times. <laughs> and, and so now they're like, look, okay, so I messed up. So call, this is, look, we're doing a call to the, the altar. I'm careful right. because I don't even, what is the call? When you call altar call. The, there you go. <laughs> altar Whoa. call. There you go. We finna do an altar call before we wrap up the episode. But the altar the call. baptismal or something? <laughs> <laughs> Break out the incense. <laughs> Whatever it takes. That's what we about to do. But, but, but seriously, it is, it is to me. This is, I, I could do this every day, all day. As a matter of fact, I have. That's why I made it my business. You know what I'm saying? That's why I left Department of Justice to be right here out in the streets with my community, period. And the thing of it is, is the more and more of us out here that get ourselves out of the way and really put others first and collaborate, don't be gatekeepers, share the information, the black and bankable concept, you know what I'm saying, is just, I mean, it's it, to me, it's just so simple and so easy. And I think this episode in itself has has really, really demonstrated that. We have dropped so many different gems. We've touched on so much. I already know the comments going to be fire. I already know when we start when we start sharing it out of the community, you know, we, we might have to do a part two, three. <laughs> right, yeah. Who knows? And and I'm all here for it uh, because, you know, we're going to, wherever you are, if that's on the podcast world now, we on the podcast world. Right <laughs> if, that was, if that was Instagram, I'm on Instagram. You know what I mean? If that is in a webinar, I'm on, that's one thing I'm sure people see is like, dog sleep, you're going to do, I'm going to do everything because that's what I mean. When I say that I want to personally commit to helping my community get access to the tools that are not top secret anyway, and then we are partnering, we are collaborating, we are making things happen. We are getting black businesses the money that they need to be successful. They're feeding their families. The communities are improving. It's money out here. Being, that's it. Boom. We done. Seriously. Yeah. To me, it's just that simple. We ain't talking about something that's like moving a whole mountain. Because we're able, a lot of people just aren't willing. That's right. And so that's the thing. Yeah. We, yeah. We're able, we're all able to exactly. go the extra mm -hmm. mile mm -hmm. and to really mm -hmm. provide that support mm -hmm. and the resources and the information. But we have to be willing to do those things. And so for those of you who aren't, who are at the top, I'm, I'm, I'm always going to push the resources because it's so important for us to share the information and make sure that people are getting what they need. Yes. And if you have the capacity, if you have the money and you're not doing the programming, partner with somebody that you see is. That's right. Work together. Give me a call. Work together. <laughs> if you see, if you constantly yeah. see Taliba on the internet or because I ain't going nowhere, doing, doing things, <laughs> right, right. reach yeah. out to her and say, hey, mm -hmm. I love what you're doing. Mm -hmm. We're trying to do this. Let's work together and see how we can make impact. That's what it's all about. Right. If you're in this space yeah. and it's about a check for you, you need to go into another industry. Correct. Because in go. this industry, right. if you're in economic development, finance, small business advocacy, small community development, any of these sectors mm -hmm. that's supposed to be making impact on the people who really need it the most, exactly. the underserved, the under-resourced, mm -hmm. the underprivileged, that's right. you need to get out the way because it's not right. about a check for most right. of us. Right. A lot of us really out here, and it's, so, it's so congested. <laughs> With mm. people who Ooh, uh, just right. in here for uh -oh. the check that is keeping the people who really trying to make and break forth change, you know, it's holding them back. So we can't get into yeah. a lot of people can't get into these leadership positions mm. because here you are at the top holding up space and doing, you know, these antiquated. Amen. Let's lead the people with. 
I had you. I'm sorry. I just hey, I feel come you, on now. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. It's time out for mm-hmm. we gotta we gotta move mm-hmm. forward. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So all right, y'all. I, I man, I hate to. I really, really hate to end this episode because uh, I'm on fire. AJ and Elijah, they always on fire. You know what I mean? They, I'm a, they, I'm they a quiet always, fire. That's right. <laughs> I'm gonna talk. You gonna hear my voice? It, well, I think they figured that one out, AJ. I don't. <laughs> But but I have had fun today. I really, really appreciate both of you all joining me today. Uh, major thanks to Don G Media. Straight up. Right. Don G. For, for, Don G Media. for making the cut. First of all, she does all my video work that yeah. you see. Uh, her team is excellent. And also for Polaris, which is where we are right Turn now. Up. This yeah. beautiful uh, building. I don't know. She might have I me. Mean, we might do another couple of episodes here. I really like this. Uh, this setup. And uh, and I. I thank you for tuning in. I hope y'all share it with your networks because one thing that that you must know is that we'll never stop. Not going nowhere. Can't stop, won't stop. We're not going nowhere. We're not going nowhere. So thank you again. Like, subscribe, all that stuff. What they say? Oh, the fire. Y'all know what to do. And uh, we'll see you next time. Peace. Peace.